Hello, friends. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through all the games in the world. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm here with Kai and Ben. How you guys doing? Hi. I was doing better before. My eardrums were just blown out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, you know. Here, let me like move this a little. There you go. How's that? Does that sound a little better? Uh, it does sound better, but I did not appreciate the sound effect. <laughs> the, the sound effect was <laughs> unnecessary. Well, I had to. That's the sound of my rusty mic arm that I was moving back and forth. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. we 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 will inevitably hear your mic arm seven no, times. No, no hands podcast, for video people. You. Hands are in pockets. They will oh, not. Oh, he straight jacketed himself. <laughs> <laughs> You said in the last episode I needed a straight jacket, so I'm here. My hands will not be moving. I'm also cold, so I'm nice and toasty right now. Anyways. Bro, it was minus three, uh, minus five degrees Celsius this morning in my flat. There um, was a a California rainstorm last night, and it probably wasn't hard for most people, but it poured all night and into this morning. Twenty three Fahrenheit. That's what I woke up to. It was fucking cold. That sounds awful. That sounds terrible. Um, besides strange cold British weather, um, it's very snowy outside. It's all frosty and stuff. Aww, it's really aww. nice. And I don't do Christmas, but it's the only time I feel Christmassy is when I like see that. Christmas. But I'm yeah, good. It just, gets, it just gets cold and more overcast here in Southern California during the, the Christmas yeah. time. There's no, there's no snow. And maybe yeah. the occasional rain if we're lucky. Mm. This I've been hearing. playing Chicory yeah. just off a random fin. If you haven't played Chicory, Ooh, go play Chicory. Um, it's good. It's very slow. Uh, and the first half of the game, you're like, what is this? Like, this is just nothing. I'm, I'm bored. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it just gets really fucking cool. And you start like being able to solve puzzles in different ways and stuff. And it's good. It's good. It's a very heartfelt game about uh, There's lots of things. It's very cute. Pressures, very pressure of mentors and expectations. Isn't the whole, isn't the whole stuff. thing? Yeah, like that, and then like the pressures of an artist and what it means to be an artist and how that kind mm-hmm. of like like doubting your yes. own work and things yeah, like it's that. like about like self pressure, self criticism, as well as like depression, anxiety. Like it, there's a literal oh, yeah. darkness that radiates from one of the characters in the game, oh, and that's like the root cause of the. It's it's it's, it's good. Another game. I'm so excited. Earthblade looks so cool. Hades two. Hades two. And we could talk about game awards for a while. Um, we won't. We we but we won't. If you don't know, play along podcast is a weekly podcast where we play through games in a book club format. What we'll do is the three of us will each take turns choosing a game. Oh, my hand came out of my pocket. It's going right back in. <laughs> See, uh, we... I lasted all of like four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> We uh, each take turns speaking a game. We then break that game into sections and then come together each week and talk about that section specifically. Talk about it all. Gameplay, visuals, narrative, Mm, game mm, design, history. mm. We go through all of it. We do dive deep into the narrative that we are playing. So if you are trying to avoid spoilers for a game, either play the game along with us or play the game first and come back. Uh, This game that we're starting here specifically, our new... um, main series is very story heavy in the sense that not only is there a deep narrative but our decisions will affect that narrative so if you are trying to avoid spoilers for as dusk falls play along with us i would love to hear Mm. your decisions what you guys made and how those outcomes came because it seems like there's like uh, some decent amount of outcomes and branching paths that you can take that was the last time my hand will come out of my pocket gotta love a story map love Love a story map. map But get any low percentages, dude. Let us know. 
Yeah. yeah. Any, anything under 20%, you got to share. That's the rule. If you're coming along with this ride for us, if you make decisions under 20%, what did you do? Why? Anyway, let's dive into this. As does Falls. I wasn't doing my intro. I was getting a cat hair out of my mouth. Yeah, well, unfortunately, the podcast waits for no one, not even you. <laughs> uh, as normal, we start the episode off by uh, jumping in to our experience and knowledge of this game uh, before we decided to do it for the podcast. And since this is my choice, I will go last. Um, all right, let's start with Ben. What is your experience with As Dust Falls uh, before we decided to do it with the podcast? What was your knowledge? Have you played this game before? Uh, no, I've not played this game before. Um, I was browsing the Xbox Game Pass section. I like to do, I don't know if anyone else does this, maybe it's just me, but I like to go in and add a bunch of shit to my play later. And then when I'm looking for a new game to play, I go through my play later and like, oh yeah, this is what I replay it. Well, but I was, I was browsing through and, um, this was a while ago. It was like coming soon, pre-install as dusk falls. And I was like, oh, okay looked at it and i was like oh that looks fucking good so i pre-installed it and then i was like i'm never gonna get around to playing this and ellie wanted to install dreamlight valley onto the xbox mm-hmm. so i uninstalled uh as dusk falls and i was like i'll get back to it and it's kind of always been on the back of my mind but i was under the impression that it was a lengthy game and it turns out it's not it's like six seven hours according to how long to beat and so now we are playing it. If we weren't playing it now, I would have played it after I finished Chicory because it was involved in the Game Awards and that just kind of cemented my will to play it. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sucker for a story-heavy game. We know this. I like Amen. my sad boy games. Like sad Let's boy games. go. All right, Jared. What is your yeah, experience I, with that? I, I think my experience is probably similar to Ben's. I remember seeing this game when it was announced and being very interested in its its visual styling and how it tackled cutscenes and and everything in that, but <laughs> fuck you, by the way. That's what that's what Zencaster just said. You fucking disappeared and just come back, and it was yeah. I was pretty timing. interested in this game. What happened? You you phased in and out of existence. Yeah, um, I, I was just talking, and it didn't even do because usually it'll have a uh, like, oh, you lost connection or whatever. But I was just talking, and then both of your screens disappeared, and I was still moving, and there was still like waveforms at the bottom. And I was like, well, I was for multiverse apparently. Me and Ben were still here laughing at you, <laughs> whereas <laughs> you disappeared. <laughs> so something tells me it was a you problem. No, a hundred percent. Weird that usually, like I said, I get the uh, you lost connection or whatever, and then that shows yeah. up do any of that it was just black all right all right let's let's try this again <clears throat> all right jared oh what hi. is your experience with that just false <laughs> uh yes uh, i've remember first seeing it at the game awards being really interested and excited about the, the visual styling of it and i remember both of us were like this last year's one sorry what was it last year's game which awards? game awards it was like a, was there a trailer last year because i did not see any i didn't mean to say game awards it was a, it was an Xbox showcase, but like some kind of showcase. There is no Game Awards involved. All right, I think it I was, confused you when I mentioned the fact it was nominated. Spreading misinformation. <laughs> it was first announced at the Game of Xbox showcase in 2020, two years ago or so, is when it was oh, shown off. Okay, I remember seeing it then, 
and both of us being really interested and being like, we should play that sometime. But obviously life and other games come around and we, we didn't get to it. But I think if we didn't play it for the podcast here, at, just like Ben said, the Game Awards giving it some light would have been like, oh, that's right. Let's let's jump into that. Maybe I should play that. Mm. Yeah. The importance of the Game Awards. Jeff Q, uh, Xavier. All right. I, Amen. too, had a... <laughs> Okay, I too had a very similar uh, experience as Jared as I vaguely remember seeing a trailer for this game in the fucking death spiral of 2020. Um, <laughs> but fair. really, this is July. Entire, dude, this, is, this is early COVID. Yeah, that oh, that entire pink. fucking time is a just blur. Uh, so I was looking for a game to play um, for this. Uh, obviously, my selection of our main series of the podcast. Uh, you know I'm an indie hoe, uh, so I had to go with some form of indie game. I wanted to do something uh, a little story-driven. There were two options. I can't remember the other one uh, that I I sent out to you guys as another option, but um, yeah, decided on this one once again. You can't remember the other one. I can't remember the name. I mean, I remember the premise, but I don't well, remember Hades. The no, 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 the other one. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember the other one. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> Enjoy the behind the scenes, guys. <laughs> glad, glad we went. Glad we went through that circle. Uh, yes, there was another indie game on Game Pass right now. Um, it was about mm. like, it was, I think it was called Narco or something like oh, that. It was Narco. It was, Narco. About oh. it was Narco. Narco also showed uh, the Game Awards. Yes. Uh, fascinating, I'm sure, for all of you listening. Uh, <laughs> but yes, As Dust Falls is what we inevitably yeah. chose to play. Um, and yeah, I have very little expectations. I honestly didn't even, we'll jump in probably to the most aggressive part of this game, which is the art style. Uh, I didn't really remember that from the trailer. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) So going, going into this game with very little information. Yeah. That's what's weird is that my experience was I saw it on the Xbox store. Mm. So I saw the screenshots, read the description and was like, oh, fuck story heavy game with narrative decisions that's right up my street didn't i've i did not see any gameplay any trailer yeah so i thought the screenshots i was seeing were like snippets but there's no the games the game's art style is like strange stop motion sort of like yeah so the way i described one gone yes well fuck this is I don't know if this has a name yet, um, but the way I described it to Jared is it's like 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 storyboard art. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. the way that you would draw out scenes and then you draw like the main frame of the scene and then skip to the next important like key scene in a in a shot, like that's what it looks like. So it looks like they yeah. they'll draw the character and the background will be fully animated. So the background is a full three D render. Uh, the game was built in Unity, so they just have like the the Unity 3D engine running in the background. But these 2D hand drawn, uh, like digitally painted characters, and then they just yeah. change frames. Yeah, so I was like, it's, it's like every like, every fifteenth frame of animation. That's what I was gonna say. Like, it's almost like you had animation, but you took some frames out and then kind of slowed those frames down because it, it it it's not like abrupt when they move. And we'll get into more of this when we start getting into the game. But it's kind of like. Like very like fluid as these characters yeah. that shows it's, movement without there actually being what movement. it is. It's like 
it's like a cross dissolve transition from <laughs> like so if someone's facing the camera and then they turn away they like cross dissolve and then when they come back in they're facing the opposite direction Shout out to all of our yeah. premiere people um, it's, a lot, of, yeah, it's a, a lot of jump cuts like that's yeah, the whole yeah. the whole thing those are easy coin a turn for it what, what, what can we call it oh okay because mm. this is our chance we are like the premier <laughs> gaming podcast right so. now <laughs> this is our opportunity to cement ourselves in history uh by the end of the podcast we will have come up we with will. a name we'll name, uh, it, we'll so. name it after kai since he recommended this uh game to us so we'll mm -hmm. do something like that like the, the oh that's kai that's good yes I, the the white man who'd had nothing to do with creating this game, should be named after the art style someone else created. Oh, question, uh, question. Yes. Can you actually call this game indie? I feel like that's another wider discussion. I was going to get have, into kind of its but, development and stuff and, and the people behind okay. it, but I mean, it's kind oh, of... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Indie's a vibe less than a requirement, but... Yeah. So, As Dusk Falls is a narrative adventure game developed by Interior Night and published by Xbox Game Studios. So, there's, a, there's some, there's some yeah. big boys behind them. Uh, it was released on July of this year, and then it came to Game Pass uh, same day as its release. Yeah, it's not... Like, Xbox has been investing in... I would say... A lot of indie what, stuff, in, yeah. Inside or Insight? What, what is it? I'm sorry. Who's the, who's the developer? You just said it. The developer of As, As Dusk Falls. Yes. Oh, it is um, Insight Interior Night. Interior Night. Yeah. Uh, I would classify Interior Night as a indie studio. Like they, they're not. They haven't developed a AAA game. They're not. What, you want to know how what games they've developed? I mean, I I looked at the list before. I didn't recognize anything that was like. Oh well, it's only oh. As Dusk Falls. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that answers that. I think there was something else. If you look at their Wikipedia page, it says games developed and it says 2022 as Dusk Falls. And there's nothing. If you go to their website, I think they developed some like other even smaller games before this. But once again, like Xbox, Xbox right now is relying on Game Pass being a success. And the way that they're going to do that is the Netflix approach to content, which is we're going to invest in as much fucking content as we possibly can. And we're going to get it to people and we're going to rely on some of it yeah. being very successful. Mm. And like you you can't count someone out as like, oh, an indie studio. Like, yeah, you're right. They're not publishing. But like at this point, can you count Annapurna as a like an indie publisher? Pub like sure. fucking stray. That, um, they publish indie fucking... games, but they're they're massive. Yeah, double exactly. A. That's what they called it. Mm. Double double A indie. Double I don't a. like the term, but I that's mean what even they it. The, yeah. the thing with this too is so like I said, the game was first announced at the Xbox showcase in July, but development of this game was led by Caroline Markle, who previously was at Quantic Dream, and she did games like Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. That's the thing that she's um, known for. Mm. So there's that. There's so that you, behind it, the narrative side of it. It's almost like a indie game that was funded by a triple a publisher yeah like no, i think like, like i was saying we see you that would, more and more I, especially with I mean, xbox you, of getting studios i don't know if it like a lot of these deals usually work out where the studio is already developing the game so the game is like, already some money, so mostly done and then the publisher comes along and they're trying to publish just like a book, right? Like you write a yeah. book and then you send it to publishers and then a publisher gives you a check and says like, okay, we're going to distribute it for you. 
same thing. Like a lot of these these small studios, they're like in development for like seven goddamn years, and then they're like, okay, we need someone to host yeah. the game, and they don't know whether they're gonna throw it on Steam and just sell it that way, or whether you know someone's gonna pick up the mm. game and pay for it to yeah. be advertised. Um, and so I'm sure that's what Xbox is doing. They're just going and finding. I mean, that's what Annapurna does for the most part is they just go find cool people games. who are making really cool games and then they shepherd that process. They're like, OK, this is a cool idea. We're going to give you, you know, creative direction support and we're going to give you advertising. I mean, and even going into a, their a, a relevant example, just hearing like the the guys that worked on Stray talk about Annapurna and their support for their small studio of oh, a few people working on that game is right. super cool. Like, um, but well, after anyway. review wise, um, <laughs> it got pretty pretty good reviews. Anywhere is between sevens and nines, and and you know seventies and nineties across the board. The highest score it got was IGN and GameSpot both gave it a nine out of ten, and the lowest score it got was a Video Game Chronicle giving it two out of five stars. Uh, so yeah. pretty pretty wide spectrum here on um, people's reception. The, the, VG, to this game. the VGC score is the only one that I actually see because. Um, I I follow them on Twitter. They're a very very good place to follow because they mm. do a lot of good news and they have a lot of um, behind the industry stuff. If you're interested in that side of stuff, mm-hmm. but um, that was the only one I actively saw without looking it out. And I was like, oh, two out of five. Okay, that's kind of. I didn't read it because I have a thing about not reading reviews. I plan to play games of. So yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Is this yeah. a uh, an indie darling or a flop uh, waiting the, to happen? The, the other cool thing, which I I don't think we are going to experience here on the pod, but if you're interested in this game, wanting to play along with anybody in your family, this game has an interesting co-op mode in the sense mm-hmm. that whether you're playing online or you can even play with people locally via like your phone or your tablet. You can all get involved and make decisions and choose paths. And then the whatever decision gets the most votes, that's the one that goes towards. I think that every um, person gets a certain amount of like no's where they can shut down an answer regardless of how many uh, people voted for straight it. Straight veto. Yeah. So you get a certain amount of those, I think, per chapter or something. But it's really interesting that they have this. Um, and Ben, you were even talking to us kind of before the pod that even with the PC version, you can kind of play this with and iPads. So there's a lot of like accessibility things that they yeah. would along with with the the development yeah, co-op so of this game. PC wise, because I'm I'm installed it on my PC, um, just because then nearly I can have the front room I can play in here. So PC wise, the gameplay is all on the mouse. You're swiping the mouse a certain direction. You're spamming mm. a certain button. You're clicking what it is that you want to interact with, and so they offer a companion app where you can use your phone or tablet as mm. the controller for the game, yeah. which I think is really cool. Yeah. Um, this isn't the first time a game has done this kind of have people around and share the experience. I mean, we um, played through, um, uh, oh God, why can't I think of the name? Horror, can't be horror game. We, we played through the pod. Um, the, quarry. Uh, the Quarry. The Quarry. Quarry, very similar. Yeah, but The Quarry was one where people had to play own the game to play fair um but telltale they had a fin in their later games with like the batman game and that where you could host um and people had a code to join they didn't need a copy of the game they just joined on their phone it's like jackpot's party 
both for it as similar, Dusk Falls yeah. and a narrative-driven game. <laughs> Interesting. And I mean, as Dusk Falls has uh, the broadcast mode as well, so you mm-hmm. can set it up to let Twitch viewers decide so. what happens and kind of play it out with Twitch viewers, which I think is awesome, especially when yeah. there's something like this that's like narrative-heavy. Well, it just, like it just involves your community investment. more and more too, you know? I mean, yeah. At a, at a certain point, you're going to see more and more of these games at this level try to do everything they can to make themselves broadly appealing yeah. and i think you're you're you have a the key point here is that the quarry was really successful on twitch like at a certain mm-hmm. point everyone on twitch was playing the quarry yeah um and like i think more and more people are trying to get games to that community because they know okay it's like the best marketing tactic ever you're having a bunch oh, of people playing through your game and then people are going to buy it and, and want to play through it as well. I mean, well. it's probably a big reason why they were launched on Game Pass because, I mean, they have to... Oh, absolutely. They, they have to sign a deal and basically give rights to Xbox to publish onto Game Pass. They sort of, mm-hmm. instead of taking a publishing fee, they take a one-off payment in order to go onto Game Pass. So you take the fee from Xbox to get onto Game Pass, which gives you access to fuck knows how many gamers. And then you have a broadcast feature where Twitch streamers are going to show it to their audience and let their audience get involved. Yeah. It's even more free. Advert- like you just got eyes mm-hmm. on eyes on eyes. And yeah. I think like Kai yeah. said, I think you're going to see it a lot more yeah. as, as sort of time goes on people harnessing Twitch and YouTube gaming and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like going said, it's, back, it's, it's a genius move. Yeah, for sure. And going back to the, the mobile app, um, that really seems like their preferred way of playing through the game, like the from a uh, like they game perspective. They really push it. So, like even on the console version, as soon as you open the game and you start, you know, when on the main menu, it's like, oh, did you know we have a mobile app where you can make decisions? Maybe you should connect <laughs> your phone. Here, you can download it today. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even like, I was I was playing through. I, I've been jumping between XCloud on my phone and playing on console but i was talking to the guys before and a lot of the touch games on mobile are touch but they have an overlay of buttons across the screen which takes up a lot of the real mm-hmm. estate of the screen in general and that's how they you know do touch and there's a lot of games where just tapping and swiping would make a lot of sense i play a lot of slay the spire just being able to drag cards instead of moving an analog stick and pressing a you know it, it just feels more intuitive so with as dusk falls Again, fully touchscreen. You can touch decisions to make them. You swipe the uh, you swipe the screen. You tap the screen to kind of do those um, interactive cutscenes and everything. And it's cool to see it be be fully touchscreen because that's how I kind of it, it's it's great to play on mobile for sure. It would be very cool to see a full mobile port of this game, even if they charge like mm-hmm. eight or nine pound on the app store or whatever to to buy the game. Yeah. I reckon it lends itself to having a full mobile experience just off yeah. of how simple the gameplay is. Yeah. And yeah, then you're going to sure. access a whole bunch of people who don't have Game Pass but play mobile games. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've, we've... I mean, your mobile gaming audience is broadly international, and mm. this is not going to be successful with an international audience. You reckon? Like, plus, oh, plus, I think, no. I think that having the X Cloud as an option kind of 
takes away from the the an actual like full mobile release. I mean, I guess mm. you have to th- keep taking con- into consideration, you know, your internet stability and that will affect gameplay, especially if you're trying to like do quick motions like swiping or tapping. And if that is affected by a delay, then I could see how that would. Uh, I mean, we were saying uh, before Kai joined pre-recording about Immortality, mm. um, another awesome looking game on Game Pass, but also it's an FMV. Um, but it's a fucking good FMV. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that fucking one I made us play? Oh, uh, Simulacra. Simulacra. <laughs> yeah, Simulacra is is a is an interesting FMV because of how it's got the phone perspective. Go listen. Go listen to our Simulacra interstitial. It was. Um, it was actually it was don't don't do that. Just stay on this podcast. <laughs> listen to the rest of this. Im- immortality. Yeah. If you go into Netflix app, I'm saying I don't know if they have this in the US, but in the UK, mm. if you go into your Netflix app. You can access games and immortality is a game that you can access through your Netflix application. It takes you to the Google play store, you install it, Mm -hmm. and then it checks to see if you have a Netflix account logged in on your phone, and then you can play the game on your phone. Yeah. So maybe even something like that, where it ends up on a service for people who, I mean, because Netflix, most people are either watching true crime or they're watching like, documentaries or movies like people want the story so maybe something like that would be a better shout rather than like an an uh, a general app store yeah launch yeah 100 i think i think they're doing they're doing cool things and i like as kai was saying i i wouldn't be surprised seeing more and more games lean lean into these kind of um decisions with their, anything their anything mechanics. to stand out Anything I mean, to stand out and anything to have your innovation <laughs> and accessibility is really big right now. Not that we always shouldn't give as much people the ability to play these things and these experiences, but it's big in this environment right now. And that's why I see more and people leaning toward for that reason, but also in the general thing as well is like people to play our game. just the sheer amount of content that's being released. You've got to find some way 100%. to stand out if you're not already yeah. an established name. 100%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, jump in here. Uh, I, and, I, the... and I think how we we, we tackle this. <laughs> no, no, this is right. this is no, this isn't a tangent <laughs> at all. It was it was a presenting an idea. Tackle this similarly how we tackled Kentucky Route Zero, or maybe Kai, you just talk us through your experience, and Ben and I chime in to see what we did different in that instance. Instead of going through word. all I mean, of us uh, doing yeah, the exact the, same thing, we'll just do that. The the opening is going to be relatively right. similar for all of us and as right. we move forward it's gonna differ but it's so it's so interesting I to mean, see what you guys cho- did with the choices that don't really matter you know just kind of see if you get extra dialogue or just our thought process in there too. extra dialogue take us away buddy take us paint us a word uh, picture of what's happening here <laughs> I thought you said penis a word picture. I, I, was... <laughs> I was like, um, please, don't penis a word picture. Penis a word picture. Penis a word picture. Penis. Okay. Uh, sure. I'll paint you a word picture. Um. So, I, despite playing, this, so I played this yesterday with my father, um, who is not. A gamer by any means. Ooh, um, okay, but he was interested in the premise of a story selection game. Um, the first question he asked me, he was very concerned, is "Can you die?" And I was like, 
We're going to find out because I'm not good at quick time events. So you can. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's hope not. Um, I believe the game opens with the family, correct? That's the yeah, there's two there's, there's two storylines that are mm-hmm. running parallel to each other that meet kind of near the 75% mark of the first chapter. Yeah, so this, you this first family is the Walker, the Walker family. The Walker family. Yes, and it is a father, his uh daughter uh to open, which they're mm-hmm. in some sort of rest area and then the yeah. wife, grandfather and dog and that's the the group of individuals. Um you are sitting on a a park bench of some kind and and you're playing a game with your daughter of of like kind of like you know uh, i spy but of colors it's like you have to like look at the scene and then you like you know what reminds me you quiz your daughter i don't know if you watch psych but it reminded me of that where he was like close your eyes and tell me how many people in this room are wearing hats except much less aggressive well yes (laughs) like like it was borderline abuse but yeah uh, yeah so you're, you're playing this game with your daughter and then she you know whatever i what did i what did you guys chose i chose the big truck because you can choose a bunch of different things in the scene i chose, oh, yeah, I chose the big truck i chose the white fence the old fence okay uh well you in my playthrough you ask her about the truck and then she says what part of the truck because she's a sassy little sassy she's little thing sassy. i love her Zoe. uh and then we say the exhaust pipe and she's like oh it's gray blah 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 and then we uh she then we kind of make a deal with her she's like okay you get one more question if you if i don't get it you win Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she asks you how many stars are on uh, the backpack that's in the scene. Yeah. I said five. It was six. I lose. Mm-hmm. She's very happy. Uh, and she you runs. You can peek here. You can peek here. Yeah. You can't, which is like super fucked up, to be honest. Like, <laughs> don't, don't play cheat. the game, bro. Just fucking, she's like seven yeah. years old. Who cares if yeah. you lose about yeah. you, how many stars this are on This is about my pride. <laughs> I need <laughs> this win. Yeah. If that's you. So <laughs> If you guess it right, she's a little like upset. And he's like, "Well, you you almost got me that time." You know, he yeah. kind of like plays into it a little bit yeah. Um, yeah. with so, with the old fence, um, like old white fence. And she's like, "Oh, it's a brown fence, but they painted over it like white with this little brown sticking out." And I was like, "Holy, oh my gosh, you remember it all that?" Jesus. Sure. Something tells me they play this game consistently i thought you was gonna be like she's like oh it's a brown fence and then you're just like you're fucking wrong bitch (laughs) (laughs) you just push her off the bench and take her back back and run somebody's not getting dinner tonight uh (laughs) i think they'll end ironically to those uh jokes i think the entire point of this section is to a set up mechanically how the game works um and the characters and the relationship is a smart it's a really smart way to do it like it's a very low uh, risk way of like okay how does this work select an object how do you make decisions and choices and how does the timer work um mm-hmm, and then it's also to set up that he's a pretty good father and like that yeah, is yes. continued throughout throughout our, the our, our main intro. character is vince and the daughter's name is zoe yeah I'm not how did you that. find i was gonna call um, him the dad and the daughter fair. uh yep how did you find the um i'm curious how it works on xbox because on pc you click the option you want but they mm-hmm. have this feature that I really appreciate because I panic click a lot in these games <laughs> where you click once to select it and then you can click again to deselect. No, it's once you not click even it, a little it happens. Bit. You just you clickety clack it. Also, get, well, I, I will say that on the what do you mean you don't know? No, <laughs> I, well, uh, no, no I was, was going to say that I mean, on Xbox, you can hover over it with the analog stick and then click it. And I thought that was like an alternative to that. But you can hover over it with the mouse and it'd be the same. Exactly. Yeah, same you, you hover over the mouse and then you click 
and you wait for like a second, a second and a half, and then it selects it. But if you click again, if you click the option again, it will deselect it so you can change your mind. Mm, that Interesting. seems wild. No, uh, you just click it and that's the one you choose. Also, I will say one of my very small mechanical gripes with this game is that at least playing with a controller, the cursor speed is way too low. Uh, yeah. It feels mm. like you're like you move and it's like, Fix to that because um, I was playing on, on console last night. Use the D pad. The D pad automatically goes to the choices once you click it, so you don't have to move the the analog stick. Yeah, the but cursor. yeah, I mean a fix technically, but also like just maybe <laughs> just don't make it fucking, fucking Jared. Yeah, fucking just make, don't make it fucking slow. Like I mean, sure, the, the D pad works, whatever. But like, is there at least just, an option to increase the sensitivity? I don't know. I'm gonna have to look because I wasn't gonna do that mid game at the time. I was just kind of annoyed that I it was that slow and maybe it's like an accessibility thing or it's just like people who don't play games aren't used to something moving so quickly and like don't have the dexterity built up using a uh like an analog stick but it was Mm. frustrating at at the start uh the other thing as we said the art style of this game can be jarring uh at first yeah um also there's so as we said it's it's non-animated um, kind of like cuts between drawn uh, images, but then sequential storyboard, ah, sequential storyboard, there you sure, go. boom, SSB. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there will be fully three D rendered moments or for different objects, which is incredibly yeah. jarring. So it'll be like someone just being like, just kind of like you know Ken Burnsing through a scene. And then all of a sudden, like the dad will throw a stick to the dog, but the stick will be fully like 3D animated. And it'll like like, once they start driving, the car is fully 3D (laughs) animated. Yeah, you're just I'm just like, whoa, okay. And it's like already jarring enough to get into this art style where you're like, okay, I'm getting used to it. Okay, things aren't going to be fully animated. I have to fill in the mind picture between cuts. But then all of a sudden, it will be fully animated, and you're just like. Mm. That was. It's like in like old school anime where they do like the pan shots of uh, a setting, Mm. but it's just like a fucking JPEG that they've drawn, and they just pan a camera across, and nothing's actually moving. Yeah, Yeah. and then all of a sudden everyone's moving. It's very similar to that experience. It it takes us. I would say by the middle point of this, you kind of it no longer is affecting how you view the story. Like you get, Mm. I would say at least I got used to it very quickly. Anyway, you're driving in the car. Uh, they make you... <laughs> one thing that my father called out, he was like, once again, not a gamer, just watching me play. They make you start the car, and he's like, why would they make you do that? And I was like, well, it's just kind of a... It's a kind of a game trope to, like, have yeah. you interact with the world and learn how you're going to interact mm. with your environment. Mm-hmm. But it's just... I'm just going to call out the moments in which someone who has, like, zero experience with video games just asks really strange questions that I would never think about. I mean, like, no, that's true. That's 100% a fair. Like, why, point. why would you need to start the car? It's just like a <laughs> yeah, story. Like, like, he's going to start the car on his own. Why Why you <laughs> to me, To me, I'm like, the only reason it's there is to be, like, okay, this is how you pick options, and now this yeah. is how QTE works. I mean, and how even in, in, in games in general, that's why there's a whole Twitter account like dedicated to Can I Pet the Dog? It's just because like we want to be able to do these little menial things in games, yeah, and yeah. even if they don't do anything, it just makes it uh, us feel more connected to it for some reason. Fucking valid point from your dad, Kai. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, 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 why the fuck? Why, why did you start? Th- why did they make you do that? And I the was like... The answer is, it 
you just do. You just no, I mean, my answer, my answer was like, usually in games early on, they'll make you do really dumb shit because they want you to learn how to interact with the world. And he's like, oh, that makes sense. Like you're learning where you're going to be, you know, forced to interact with things and make decisions, mm-hmm. even though this one seems so stupid and menial that it, it doesn't make a difference. So you're driving down the road and you start talking about uh, your the reason that you're on this trip, which is that you're moving from Sacramento, California uh, to St. Louis, Missouri, I believe. That's correct. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, and so, you know, there's there's obviously some contentious reasons that you're moving. There's some high uh, emotions in the car between you and your wife and you and your father who is sitting in the back seat. Um, and there's some dynamic that we don't really understand at the moment. Um, and you start talking about, you know, like, just just generally like, oh, you know, how do you feel about moving across the country? And for me, I said like, oh, just like look at it as a vacation. Um, and my, you know, my wife is like, well, it's not. It's not a vacation. Like this is going to be permanent. Like, you know, uh, like you need to deal with this. The fact that our life is different now um and then you know you just kind of go based on that and like i just need time to process yada yada um as you're driving down this uh highway route 66 uh suddenly a pickup truck uh well, full on, of on, 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 on. oh okay there's a, there's a little bit before that i don't know if you got it or not you might not have but so like i i said about the vacant about the moving i was like oh it'll be great yeah um and then Michelle, who is Vince's wife, mm-hmm. she starts talking about some lawsuit. Yeah. Um, and she's like, "Oh, you know, are you going to go through with this lawsuit?" Like, da 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 da. a lot of like plane. Yeah, like, she's like, I think or something. She's well, like, the grand think, yeah, the grandfather is a is an airline mechanic. Yeah, she's like, I think you should drop it. I like, I think just let it go. It's past us. And I was like, I need time to think about what yeah. I'm going to do. And then the That's wife something. and your father get into a dispute mm-hmm. about um, something really fucking stupid that they shouldn't. There's obviously yeah. friction between there's, the wife yeah, and your father. Um, and you get when, the choice of staying out of it, telling your wife to leave it alone or telling yeah. your dad to leave it alone. Yeah, I, I told my dad to leave it alone. Yes, yeah, so, but I never yeah. got the information about the lawsuit. So I, I did the same. Really? Well, it was it, how his response was just like, "Oh, like you, you, as a kid too, you always were like bullied. You like kids take your toys. You, you told me to buy toys so you can give them to the kids so they didn't bully you. Some kind of like dumb like grandpa yeah. trope interaction like that. And then your wife snaps back at him. And then I did the same thing. I said like Jim, which is what he calls him. Is he interesting because he doesn't call him dad. He just calls him Jim. He said leave it enough. Like leave well, it alone. We we learned very quickly in the middle of the section why there's right tension but in the here. beginning he's just calling yeah, him Jim. so i was trying to figure out the relationship because he was just calling him jim i thought dad, it was so michelle's like, dad that's what i was thinking too i was like is it michelle's dad but he oh she also wasn't calling okay. him dad Con- either, context so. for people who aren't playing this game michelle is black wife and yeah, yes jim is white as shit yeah. <laughs> and vince is white and their daughter is mixed <laughs> Or actually, yes. I don't know. Maybe I, I think it's his his daughter for sure. I don't know yeah. if it's like a previous marriage kind of situation. No, it's his it's his daughter. And yeah, then so was, like, uh, the reason I assume that it's his dad is a they're both white, but b when he comes into the car, um, you know he there's this cute little moment where the grandfather comes in the car and she's like, "Grandpa," and he's like, "What? 
I'm your grandpa. I thought you were my grandpa this whole time, which is like, it was very, yeah, it's it was corny as shit, but it's like, it's a, cute it's, for like a little kid. They love that cute shit. Dialogue. It made me like, oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, as a 29 year old man, if my granddad said that to me, I'd be like, you, you going fucking see now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Uh, so you're driving down the road, and yes, you have a little bit of a tiff. Uh, yeah. And I also told uh, my father to shut the fuck up, um, which actually works out fine later in the game he's even like he you kind of gain his respect by doing that um mm-hmm. and then a uh, pickup truck of townies uh comes hurtling down the road and causes you to uh veer uh off the road and you get your first important quick time event which you have to swipe the analog stick to stay on the road and stop mm-hmm. yourself from uh you know killing everyone in the car i assume i don't know this is one i actually yeah, did successfully i, I did see, uh, see this one miracle um and then the car breaks down on the on yeah because the, the the truck hits you right it like sideswipes you yeah um and sends you spinning i don't i and i don't they, they I, it wasn't back, clear to me based too. on the yeah it wasn't clear to me based on the animation if they actually hit us or they just got really close and then we yeah, kind of freak out and like overcorrect. yeah um, i thought they hit you but they, they might not have yeah. um the only thing that happens if you foul this is that your daughter zoe uh bites her lip during the Aww. during your daughter zoe dies, dies. Um, <laughs> and it said it doesn't add to the story tree at all so it's not an impactful thing mm, to right. fail yeah i mean i'm i'm assuming once again this is so early in the gameplay this is within the first you know 15 minutes that they're not nah, gonna do anything off early man fuck it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're not gonna do anything where they're like well you didn't you didn't do the first qte <laughs> correctly you so didn't press a you know your door is dead yeah. How do you feel? Uh, <laughs> and so we're standing on the side of the road, you know, car's broken. And then uh, the, the boys come back in the car, um, who we learn later on are actually the other individuals that we're going to be playing yeah, as yeah, the other uh, through the story. And the guy's like, oh, you you almost killed me. And they're like, shut the fuck up, old man. And then they throw something at him uh, and then they drive away uh, in yeah. the blue pickup truck. Um, is this where it switches? Yes. Yes. We start walking towards um, the hotel. A motel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then it switches, and we're introduced to the other side of it, which is Jay. Yeah. Jay and yeah. his two brothers, yeah. who are Jay, believe Jay are called like the... Dylan. Can you just tell me the last name? Because we'll just refer to them as the Blank Brothers. I don't know. Oh, the, oh, the Holtz. The Holtz. Holtz. I was thinking Captain Holt. Yeah. So they're the Holt brothers. Yeah. And you play the they're... youngest brother, which is Jay. Yeah, they're a group of townies. Uh, You are sitting, you're watching Jay, the youngest brother, sit in the back of the car with headphones on, kind of daydreaming. And the two older Holt boys are sitting up in the driver's seat. Uh, We are driving somewhere and they pull up outside of a house very fucking aggressively. Uh, They drive onto the sidewalk, which I was Mm -hmm. just like, that seems like some wild shit. Pure GTA shit. (laughs) Um, exactly. And they, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they introduce us to the younger brother being kind of a head in the clouds, you mm-hmm. know, kid who just is wrapped up with this. I mean, he's like staring at a bird when he first arrives. He's got headphones on, and his brother's like slam on the side of the truck. He's like, got to be like 14, 15. Like, he's yeah, very he's younger. Young. I think he's the very, oldest is probably like in his mid 20s. 18 or years so. old. But yeah, oh, yeah, the youngest is 18. That's oh, right. Remember, he's him yeah, saying because, he turned 18. Because if you. So there's a moment where you're going into the house to steal money uh, from someone because there's clearly a family issue that's going on uh, where the family needs money. And so they're here to rob this house. And so mm-hmm. 
you're going through the house with one of your brothers and you know he's like oh with the money i would buy you know a nice ass car i think it's like a 67 pontiac um yeah he's like, it's the most beautiful piece of machinery you ever say what would you do with the money and you are given a list of options which is like you know i want to get out of this town um i'd help the family i would buy a car uh, etc i chose the option which is i want to get out of this town and That's when what you I did say well. that he's like i'm 18, I'm 18 years old i just want to get out of this town and he's like, oh, you'd abandon your family? You'd really do that to us? And that's kind of like, like well, the, I mean, uh, and he's very like, I did not get that, that dialogue whatsoever. Because oh, the first thing I picked, I'm interested in all the, the first thing I picked as Jay is uh, like the older brother slams on the truck and he's like, we're here. We're going to rob the joint, you know, yeah, that's the help Ma well. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then my option was, I said, who lives here? And oh, he no, like, this is this is well, much this later. Talking about way oh, later. I was talking about right. finding yeah, out yeah. he was 18. This is what yeah. after you've jumped over the back oh, of the house. Okay. So there's I like don't... the premise is, is that the younger brother is kind of like a like a rock climber ish person because that's what they're saying. He climbs trees. I'm assuming to watch birds because he has like an obsession with. Birds. Yeah, he likes mm-hmm. so. Birds. Yeah. So one of the brothers goes to the front door and then he says to Jay, like, OK, you need to climb over the back fence. And this is where we yeah. get our first kind of like QTE with. The, the other character we're playing as, which is Jay, um, you vault over the fence. It's actually like the um, example QTE from the tutorial at the very beginning of the game when they show you, you the four up. slides. This is the one they show mm-hmm. where you just flick up the analog stick and you vault over the fence. There's then a dog, a Rottweiler. Uh, this Doberman. is my my lowest Doberman. percentage actually. decision happened. Uh, Doberman, you're right. I'm sorry. Uh, my lowest percentage decision happened here where oh, I missed a QTE and the dog bit my hand oh, uh, and I was I was bleeding and it was 6%. Only Damn, 6% wow. of people uh, what did got you, bit what by did the dog. What did you choose to fail the, the QTE? So I threw the stick mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and the dog does nothing. And yeah. then I ran into the shed, right? Like you go around yeah. and into the shed and then you like close the door um and then the dog kind of like slips in between when you're closing the door and then mm-hmm. in that moment there's a QTE where you have to uh swipe the analog stick but mm. you in on a controller it's the bottom analog stick not the top one i did the top one and then the timer failed Ooh. and then the dog just yeah. bites your hand and then uh, you have to like mash a and kick the dog yeah. off word, word, word of advice with this game don't put your controller down it's the same thing as like the quarry. Like there were so many times yeah. I was like, oh cool, cutscene. Like, oh relax. I'm like, oh god, no, I need to swipe. Yeah. I need to like, yeah, don't, don't. Yeah. I did the same thing. thing. I, I fully like I laid back in my PC chair. I was like, yeah. yeah. And then I left the mouse over there. And all of a sudden I was like, oh fuck, I need to swipe yeah. like now. Yeah, so so uh, how do how do the QTEs for swiping work with a mouse? Do you just uh, like you just swipe the mouse in the direction it says? It's oh, literally cool. that. It's not like a click and swipe. Okay. It's literally just like a like a move just across. Just swipe. You just move oh, it on that the desk. Seems much easier. Yeah, and mobile is the same thing. You're just literally just sliding your finger across the screen. Um, gotcha. But I did this exact same thing. I threw the stick. I got the exact same interaction. Um, if you uh, do the quick time event in the shed, you kind of like kick the dog off of you, and then you run out, and then you lock him in the shed. So yeah. you just don't get bit. I think Kai does the same thing. You just don't get bitten. Yeah, that's what it's, um, it's the same thing. You just don't get bit. So I thought the stick was the best option. I also did the stick, and like yeah. Jared, I I um, managed to lock the dog without being bitten. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can try to sneak past the dog, which I was like, that's stupid. The dog is looking at me. Why would I try to sneak past it? Um, according to my little walkthrough here that Jared provided with, uh, the best option is to just talk to the dog. 
Yeah, because that apparently calms the dog down, and um, that makes sense. Yeah, but I thought you know stick, throw the stick, yeah. dog chase a stick. I run in the house, problem solved. But no, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, hindsight's hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, you drop through the you drop through the skylight because uh, you're a little spider monkey boy, and you climb up to the house, and there's like an open skylight above the kid or above the living room, and you drop through the skylight. Uh, and then your brother uh, rudely knocks on the door and says, police, um, which is super fucked up. Uh, and then he's like, ho, ho, ho. And then you let him in. Uh, you start he's, going he's through a, the he's house. A real piece of, he's a real piece of work. I mean, yeah, this middle his brother. He's fresh out of juvie, isn't he? Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> well, the younger brother seems fine. He just, he's like kind of like, like caught up he's in wrapped, all of this. He's, but... Yeah, he's wrapped up with his other two brothers. Um, yeah, and then you are walking around the house and you look at a picture frame. And the picture frame is of a police officer. And you ask your brother, wait, whose house is this? And he's like, oh, it's the sheriff's house. And he's yeah. like, are you fucking crazy? Why would we? Yeah. Why? And he's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, don't even worry about it. It'll be fine. Hasn't and then you're like beef with the mom. Yeah. Isn't like there like their, beef their between the mom and the sheriff? The sheriff yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure these it seems that these this family has a reputation uh for criminal yeah. activity. Uh so that doesn't surprise me. It also doesn't seem like the sheriff is a very uh solid human being, as we learn uh quite quickly in this section. Um but then the brother spits on the picture frame, which yeah. is fucking idiot. Wild yeah. when you're committing a crime, and then is like, Oh, let's break shit. Uh I was like Please, dear God, no. Let's yeah, not do I said, any let's of that. Get to the plan. Let's just let's stay just, here. Let's just get some money and let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because he yeah. tries to, he tries to. Right, I mean, one, like you said, spitting on something when you're in the criminal database, uh, like fucking idiot, and rightly yeah. so. Our character is like, are you dumb? They're just going to test it, and he's like, no, this is a small town, but idiot. And then he goes into the fridge. And he's like, oh, when life gives you lemons. And he's talking about pissing into the lemonade. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and you can say, like, he's a cop. Or you can say, go for it. I Like Jared, I was like, stick to the plan. We're here to get the money. Yeah. It's the sheriff's house. Let's not fuck about. Get the money and go. Yep. And yeah. uh, he's like, oh, you're so soft. That's what he says. And you're like, all right, fuck you. The uh, less and then ideas, like the less evidence we leave that we were there, yeah. the you better. You know how much of your DNA like, plus fingerprints you just spit? Your fingerprints, they got you. You're, yeah. You also live in a small town and you just came out of juvie. There's very few people this could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think we examined the living room first. There's really yeah. nothing there. You look like behind like the fireplace painting because you're looking for a safe uh, pretty much. And then there's nothing there. Your brother's like, oh, go check upstairs. Uh, Did so you, you go search? I, I searched the wallet and I actually took the money that was in the sheriff's wallet. I took the I cash out. Interesting. Of it. So you can search his wallet and you go through it, and there's a, there's a stack of cash, and you can choose either to take the cash or leave the cash. And I took the cash out of the wallet. Oh, oh. interesting. Which, which plays into something um, going later on. In, later on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I went up the stairs um, yeah. and you go into the first room where the wife is. The whole premise of why this is okay to do now, by the way, is that the wife is supposed to be at an appointment uh, and that's where the sheriff is. The sheriff was supposed to be taking right. his wife to an appointment, uh, like a doctor's uh, visit, and the wife just happens to be sitting in the room, uh, staring out the window like a fucking psychopath. And so this is... A little bit after we go back to Vince after the pee we thing, after he pees in the bottle, it cuts back to Vince and stuff at the uh, Desert Dream, which is the rest stop oh. that they where they went to. 
Sorry, sorry to cut off your rhythm, Kai. No, I would have never fucking remembered that, so I'm glad. <laughs> okay. I'm just using the walkthrough, that's why. So um, you, you're playing Vince now, and you're arriving yeah. at the hotel, and you walk up to the desk, and there's nobody at the desk, and there's a little bell, and just very off to the side of the screen... Patience is a, is a virtue. Yeah, I also waited. Says, Patience is a virtue, and I waited. Actually, I think I, it was one of the highest percentages was people who waited, which it was 83%, I believe, yeah. uh, which gave me hope for humanity. I also, you know? I, I didn't see that sign, but I just, I just waited. I was like, I'll just, I'll just you, wait. I like, feel I'm like you wait a little while and well, then and after yeah. like two, three minutes, if no one's there, then you're like, well, also, yeah. it's just ding. the reason yeah. is, is that the, there's a kid. So when you're walking into the motel for the first time, a kid's there's a kid who the runs out right before you and he's like, okay, bye mom. I'm going to go hang out at Tommy's house for the night. Like, don't mm. wait up for me. So you know someone's in there. Like, you know someone is there. And that's why I waited because I'm like, oh, clearly the per- there is a person here. They'll be back you know soon there's no reason for me to ring the bell so it does it does a really good job kind of like guiding you to choose to to Mm. be patient and also like if you ring the bell and then later on there's another thing you can do to annoy her the manager Mm -hmm. choice um that adds to the story tree yeah yeah and so that influences stuff going on so she comes through and you're like we want two rooms and she's like your situation and everything like that too he says cash only short of money yeah. Um. And so you're either given you're given the options of either talking to the manager, saying just please, or can you just have one room? And I mm-hmm. went personally. I went with please. I was just like you know, as I didn't know what it was gonna do. You don't get a detailed response. But what yeah. he ends up saying is he's like you know, I'll give you these fifty two dollars, and if you trust me, tomorrow I will go and draw out the rest of the money and I will give it to you. Yeah. Yep. That's what I also went with that option. I did the please situation. And I also up- did please. I beg. Oh, okay. Uh, and she gives you the rooms. She hands yeah. you two keys. She's very suspicious, but also she sees our daughter. Which yeah, I think after she sees the kid, she's like, bit. okay, well, she's I'll like, you, I'll you all right. Yeah, yeah uh, like my dad snores and the, you know, the <laughs> yeah, kids can't sleep. That's what he says. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my dad is a, a snorer and my daughter's very tired. Um, uh, and, and then, so you, go on. Uh, there's a bold man of some kind i don't really know his he looks like a maintenance guy uh yeah. i oh, believe paul. yeah paul yeah who who comes behind the beaded curtain uh behind the desk uh and you explain you know oh my car is broken and she's like oh they need to you know they need to tell and he's like well i might be able to fix it uh and i'm like oh you're so folksy uh <laughs> and then you pretty much tell him like yeah it's three miles down the road there's no way you can miss it big red suv and he's like all right i'll go see what i can do um and then i don't know what we get to the rooms yeah oh now that she's jumping on the bed she's jumping on the bed and you're like zoe stop jumping on the bed and she's like i'll stop jumping on the bed if you let me watch national geographic or whatever (laughs) she's such Um, a little nerd i love it and you can either let her watch tv or tell her no and i was Mm. like i don't want to be that guy but i'm not gonna give in to you negotiating this with me like that's insane. And see, so I was I had car the opposite of You walked one. three miles. We were I was like, watch all the fucking we TV you want. Three miles. Also, life is about compromises. If you're wanting, if you'll stop doing this thing and I'll let you watch TV, <laughs> that sounds like a deal. Like we we just made an interaction. Also, That's how adults work. Yeah, she's not watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, you watch National like, Geographic. Yeah, but you can't. Like you basically, you're telling her to do something, and she is 
like eight years old saying i would bet, I'll stop doing it if you let me do this like, i no. would bet money that so you chose to not let her watch tv i would bet money that the wife is like she can watch tv no so you tell really? her no and mm. she sits down and sulks and mm. the wife's just kind of looking right. at you and then the dad comes walking in and that's the next mm. decision oh, that's so oh. sad you're so mean jesus <laughs> I'm not gonna give in to. I, I don't uh, negotiate with children. It would be different. <laughs> in, in the circ- I don't know, negotiate with children under the circumstances of yeah. just in a car accident and she had to walk so long. Like we'll just relax. Yeah, we'll just she's chill. scared. She doesn't know what's going on. It's anyway, it's not precedent that further down the line she can get what she wants. This is not. I neither here nor there. The the cute part about it is after you relinquish, you, what you say is we raise quite a little negotiator. That's what yeah. you say if you let her watch TV. I watch it's kind of like Nelly, a bro. I know fucking like I a tongue in cheek moment, and then he goes, "You better have some fun facts for me." Uh, fun facts for me later, which is cute. I was like, okay, yeah, it's adorable. Um, and then your wife does say like it's been a hard yeah. day. Like she yeah. she affirms your decision. Yeah. Um, your dad comes into the room. And your wife is like, oh, well, actually, before that, your wife is like, my neck, it hurts. I don't yeah. know, it's so tight. And then massages. <laughs> um, and then your, your dad, yeah, I don't know. Your dad comes in the room and he's like, uh, uh, boy, can you come uh, walk with me? I need to talk to you. And you have to decide between your wife and your father. And I was like, well, he seems like he actually needs something important. And your wife just wants a massage, and I'm like, douches. This this choice so, also is a is a big one that affects it going forward whether you steal it. What Michelle did you, or you do, Jared? <clears throat> I also wait with my father because he walks in. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go take the dog out. Uh, you want to come with me?" And he's like, uh, "We just, I just want to relax." And he's like, "I, I just want to talk to you about something." And then you look over to the so, wife, and I was like, "Okay, I'll go out and see what Jim wants to say." I also maybe I rationalize shit too much in my head when I make these decisions, <laughs> but I also went with the father. Yeah, but. In my head, I was like, look, I understand your neck hurts, but you can have a massage when I get back. This is like a boomer. For a boomer to come to me and say, I need to talk to to you about something. Exactly. That is fucking big. So I was like, I'm going to like, you can have your massage when I get back. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I'm going to go deal this first. Uh, We also left one one part out beforehand, which is when Jim, the father walks into the motel he passes the bald guy and the bald guy goes do i recognize you from somewhere and he's like i look like clint east a lot of people mistake me for clint eastwood and he walks by but it does that is a that's a that's a probably foreshadowing for the fact that whatever he was into in sacramento or the reason that they're fleeing like is a pretty big deal or he's just a criminal one of those two things i don't know or he's from this town i there's so many options Bro, they're um, moving because the wife has a new job. Yeah. But you, you literally just talked about a like lawsuit. Yeah, but I didn't the, even the get that has, piece of information. The wife the wife has a new job. That's why oh, there's a lawsuit country. with, with the, the husband and he lost his job for some reason because of some weird lawsuit. Yeah, and then happened. she had to get a new job. Right, oh, but I don't think okay. it was anything, I don't think it had anything to do with the, the, the father though. As as far as we know. But he That's said it was a, you said it was an airline lawsuit, right? I, I knew it was a lawsuit, and I know that the father is involved in airlines and okay. airplanes. But well, we shall know. see. There's only one way to find out, and it's to continue playing the game. I just there's it, something suspicious about the father. The father clearly the, the, that moment is very yes, sus. We, of, like, we also get a little more backstory in this section because as you walk with your father, uh, there's a very jarring moment where he throws a stick for the dog. It was a full 3D stick that that had really weird physics, <laughs> yeah. and it really just threw me off. It would like bounce. Didn't go very far. No, yeah. it's <laughs> such a weird choice to do that rather than just like having a stick in his hand and then like on the floor. 
Whatever. I laid into my dad in this section. I fully fucking went Ooh, into him. Like, I was place. with my father while playing through this section <laughs> and was very nice. <laughs> I also was I also was very nice. Uh, well, yeah, I, so I, I was, started at Hostile and it was very nice. I was nice. He explains like, you know, that he was so we learn he's an absent father. He yeah. left our mother and abandoned us, and now he's back. Yeah. And we've um, only known him for like years. six months at this point. Yeah, yeah we've only, we, known we him only for just six... recent met him. Yeah, 30 years he was gone for, and six yeah. months ago he come back into our life yeah. and was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have a tumor and I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, yes, he does have a brain tumor, and he's like, you know what the worst part of this is? And I think I said something like the not knowing and he I was, was like regretting like, your choices. I was regretting your choices <laughs> as well. Jesus Christ, guys! All right, but he really <laughs> didn't do it. He's like, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. Like, you know, it's me as well. You know, he's you know he's been gone for 31 years. Yeah, and he comes back and is like, you know, I'm I'm dying. I'd imagine he's regretting a bunch of his life decisions. Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, I was like, oh, the not knowing, and he's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. But he's like, also, just you know, looking back on life, kind of the light version of regretting one's choices. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you just kind of he talks about that experience. I was very nice to him, so there was really no conflict here. And then he mm. asks, uh, he's like, well, what do you think about me living with you and Michelle? And I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's a good idea, man. Like. So there's a, there's a little bit beforehand um, where you're given another option, and this is where I laid into him again, and uh, I was like, "Why did you do it? Like, why did you disappear for 31 years?" And he says that um, he's like, "I don't know." Uh, he was like, "You know, maybe it's the responsibility," and he was mm. like, "Not you, like not being responsible for you." He was like, "But just like being a father, working, like it was a yeah. lot of responsibility for one person." Interesting, yeah. Because after that dialogue, I. Cause he said regretting your choices or whatever, and I told him, "Well, you're you're here now. Like you you showed oh, up. Oh, that's now. where that's, you turned to the option where I, I was right. like, you're here now. So yeah, that's, okay. and that's also what I told him. Like, eh, yeah, you're here now. I I also said it's not a good idea for him to move in, um, mainly because right when I I was like, this is something you discuss with your wife. You don't come back from a walk and are like, you oh. know, oh hey, by the way, dad's coming. <laughs> dad's to live moving in. Well, see, that's why I picked. <laughs> I'll talk to Michelle because it was that reason. It's like, okay, we'll have a conversation about it. Right. So now I'm interested because to me, I'll talk to Michelle came across as and I will like, convince yes, her. I'll it's convince okay. her how to do mm -hmm. it. Yeah. But is it like, I'll talk to her and see what she says. Cause I just said, it's not a good idea. So, I mean, he, on Vince's side, it's very much that he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll talk to Michelle. You know, like, we'll see kind of situation. But the dad, he's like, Oh really? He's like, oh my gosh, I'm 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 so happy. He's like, let's go back to the kids, know, go back to yeah. the show. I make let's, the right let's choice. Celebrate, <laughs> let's celebrate and everything like that. Popping pop champers in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. see, I was, was like, excited. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure about this. I need to think about it. Um, I was like, I'm not, I don't know, I don't know about you yet. Someone just maybe identified you as a potential criminal, and I've only known you six months. Yeah, so see, that whole interaction I thought is it was like slapstick. He's just like, oh, you have so a familiar face, the, and he's like, oh, I look like Clint Eastwood. I got the impression that the reason he came back into our life that's in the back of my head i'm like you came back into our lives because you're dying and you need somewhere to live and you don't want to die in a hospital mm -hmm. i was very very cynical about his wants from this family i just think it's um, funny that everyone believes he's actually dying i don't even think he has a tumor i think i think that one? was his excuse to get back into his son's life and get sympathy i really do think he's a criminal like i think that's going to tie back like i 
So I'm almost certain that there's something going on with him that he's not well, revealing. I didn't get that at all. I was just like old man, old man. Speaking dead. of fucking criminals, um, yeah. we make our way back to the motel mm. and we're now in the office and in comes the two older Holt brothers. Yep. They're masked up. So you can't really see their faces. What? Don't we, don't yeah. we steal the money first? No. They they come in no. and then it cuts back to Jay's house. Oh, I was like, Jay. I'm so. He goes through so this interaction good. first. So you, he, the older brother, I think his name's Dylan. He like comes up and he points a sawn-off shotgun in your face and he's like, "Get on the floor." And I don't. Maybe you guys reacted differently because you're American. I don't want to portray stereotypes and whatever. But my response was, "Who are you?" What? what? Oh, it's hard I got because, on like, the. Fucking ground, I was like, he's pointing the gun. It's a very like aggressive situation, and then the screen is like shaking and red and blurry. And you have a timer that's counting down. And I was like, fuck, fuck this, I'll do it. So he just goes on his knees, and then it goes to the next cutscene. Lesson, lesson for life in video games and elsewhere: if someone is holding a gun to you, whether you know it's loaded or not, do whatever they fucking say. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. If this was real life, hundred percent, I would react differently. <laughs> but I was like, who are you? And he's like, get on the fucking ground. And I was like, no. And then he punches you in the gut, and you fall on the That's floor. That's a wild choice. Yep. Let me tell I just, you, I just went on my knees. I was like, no, "Don't do thank that, you, shit. sir." Get on the ground. I think I got like a seventeen percent choice on that one. Like it was really fucking. <laughs> yeah, better. I wonder why. Uh, uh, yeah, this is where we cut back now to the sheriff's now we cut house back. with the with the lady in the wheelchair. And this is this is the wife. Yeah, so you yeah. open the door, and she looks at you, and she's like oh shit and the camera pans to a panic button yeah. that's on the side of her it, bed it's so funny because she like it's like this very dramatic moment where like in a situation normally it'd be like two people like rushing towards the thing but it like zoomed in on her little like analog <laughs> sticks and she's like much like zooming forward you kind of just walk up i don't know what you guys uh, did because con- context, context she's disabled she's in a wheelchair yeah we see obviously laugh, yeah. but the way they portray uh, it yeah she's like wild. i'm gonna run to the button and it's like mm-hmm, exactly. in a wheelchair and i'm like oh uh, this so yeah this i just I just stopped her wheelchair. Uh, oh, I yanked, you, I yanked the button. I grabbed the thing and I just ripped the the cord out of the. You did the, the you do the same in thing. In hindsight, uh, that was the better option. I did not do that, mm. um, and my heist went to absolute shit. Oh so shit! Maybe you guys talk well, first, and then yeah, I yeah, will discuss mine was after. Very successful. So I too did what Jared uh, did with the caveat of I ran and stopped her wheelchair and then i tried to convince her i was like listen to me like i'm not a threat we're not gonna hurt yeah. you you know we're just here she for was, the money safe i was like you're safe um, and then you. and then she like looks at the button behind me but here's here was here's what i was concerned about i was concerned that i was gonna grab the button and like push it like by grabbing it that was mm. my fear so i just wanted to talk her off the ledge but then you grab it and then you just do a little swipe and then you rip the cord out of the bottom and yeah. then you continue having a conversation it zooms in on her neck where clearly she has like throat cancer or some yeah, sort a of hole in her neck. tracheal uh, uh disease in which she can't yeah she, she can't, can't talk. talk um and so she's writing on a notepad and you're like uh you know like we're just here for the money where's the money and she's like how should i fucking know where yeah. the money is she's like he doesn't uh, tell me anything he doesn't tell me anything, and he's like, so "Well, do you have any idea you know where he's an asshole?" Because I got the impression he's a nice guy. No, yeah, and yeah. then, well, even more than that, he's like, he's like, "Well, do you know where it is?" And he's like, "Hey, whatever he's involved in, that's his fucking problem." Like that's yeah. literally what she like writes on the piece of paper. Like whatever wow. he's involved in, I don't want any part of it. Yeah, and uh, you're like, "Oh shit, this is not a good dude." That is a yeah. completely different. Uh, and then side she of she tells you to go wow. check his office. She like leads yeah. you in a direction that she thinks the money might be as well. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Well, we go to the office. Yeah. Uh, the safe is in the bookcase. Mm-hmm. Um, the here's okay. Here's the shitty part. In the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you watch the trailer, you know where the the money is. So. Like I had watched the trailer before playing the game, so I just clicked on the bookcase, and you find a bird, like a a book of birding, and you put it in your back pocket, and you have the option to click on the bookcase again, and I just clicked on it again because I knew exactly where the safe was. So I didn't actually oh, okay. explore anything else in the room. Um, and then you oh, interesting. Get- if you the first thing I went to was because I didn't know about the, where the bookcase was at all. The first thing I went to was a painting because I feel like fucking people put saves behind paintings all the time. And if you lift up the painting, there's three bullet holes in the wall. And he's like, Jay's like, oh, that's interesting. Why are these holes here? And then he hangs the painting back up. And then I clicked on the bookcase and did that exact same thing. Gotcha. So he isn't a good dude, even more than we thought. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you they, he gives you a code. Uh, your brother, your older brother, gives you a piece of paper with yeah. a code on it, which is like 5926, I think, or yep. something like that. Um, and you put it in the safe, and then it's filled with cash. And yep. you take the money and <laughs> uh, put it in a dual bag. Um, yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah. And this is where you have the conversation back of him being 18 years old. Yeah, has the conversation of being 18. You right. go back downstairs. But the Rutt cop Rutt shows Rutt up. Rutro Raggy, the cop is now at the front door. And he's yeah. like, he opens the door and yells upstairs to his wife. He's like, hey, honey, I'm not here to stay. I'm just grabbing my wallet. Um, and so then you fucking hide. You like hit under a, like a cabinet. That's where you're hiding. Uh, and he comes in and there's a bunch of quick time events to like avoid him. Um, and then I did all those and then you run out of the house and drive away. He's upstairs at the office, sees the empty safe, looks out the window and then looks at the car and he's like, Oh no. I, Ah." I I had this exact same interaction too. Uh, he did the same thing. He calls for backup and he says like, it looks for a pickup truck, blue, whatever the color is. But how he knew we were there is he walked in to grab his wallet and open it and his cash was gone. He pulled out his gun. He's like, who the fuck's in here? Because he saw that Shit. I took the cash and he knows his wife's in a wheelchair upstairs so wouldn't have taken the cash. So that yeah. I, had, I had the exact same quick time events that you did. And we the got only, the, so like the second time you hide, like right, like you go to the first little like inset and then you go back yeah. around. And you go under the table. It, and it pigeonholes you anyway. You, there's no option. It just like he he hears a noise and he's and like, he who's in here? And like, then he pulls right. his gun out. So it doesn't matter the, that you took the, the cash. The thing that wall. got me is, I, I mean, I did it did it correctly, but it was very quick. Is after Because you hide another table and he goes into the next room and then you bolt for the door. But Jay bumps into one of the vases and the vase like tips over and you have to do like a quick time of Yeah, and then you have to like grab it yeah, oh, so he grabbed so it and then they ran got in the trunk truck and then peeled away and then he, like kai was saying he goes upstairs sees the safe is empty and then he calls yeah. for backup but we got the he money didn't see the li- he, he didn't see the license plate he just says we're looking for a blue pick we're looking for the truck okay. right, right, right all right ben well so i stopped the wife with the wheelchair right okay and then i tried to calm her down and something happens and she ends up peeling off oh no that's it yeah she so the first thing I did is I tried to calm her down. <laughs> I tried to calm her down. I was like, no, 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 we're not here to hurt you. She starts moving. And I was like, right, I'm just going to calm her down again. So I was like, no, like, seriously. So she just keeps on moving and she hits the fucking panic button. Oh, shit. <laughs> she hits the panic button. So then our character, Jay, he's like, fuck, I need to get moving. Go into the other room and it's an office. And I'm like, okay, right. It's, if anything's going to be here, it's going to be here. I did the same as Jared. I looked behind the painting. There's nothing there. The bullet holes. Then I looked in the desk because I was like, maybe it's like under the desk cabinet or something. And you find a key 
And I was like, oh, okay. So I went to the filing cabinet. And if you open the filing cabinet, you use the key to unlock the top drawer that's locked and you pull out a foot fetish magazine. I'm not even joking. You pull out out a foot fetish magazine and Jay's like, and like closes the drawer and locks it again. Then I went to the bookcase, got the money. You go downstairs and as you're, you're like, oh, we'll go out the back door. It's it's safer because the dog's been locked in the the fin. So the dog, we're like, we'll go out the back. And as we go to go out the back, the guy comes in and we're like, shit. And he comes in and he's like, honey, you, uh, you must have pressed your emergency button again. Like, you know, I'm just here to see you're okay. And he's downstairs and you're leaning behind this like bar that's built into his kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you knock a cork, a wine cork off of the top of the bar onto the floor. And then he turns around and he's like, who the fuck's here? And he pulls his gun out. And so we go into the front room to start making our way to the front door. And he's like walking around and we're, so like say there's the door to the hallway to the exit. We're on the inside of the wall and he comes into the doorway, points his gun and he's like, come out now. And the older brother looks at you and he's like, wait 10 minutes. No, wait 10 seconds and then leave. And so he comes out and he basically walks up to the sheriff and the sheriff's like, you know, get on the ground. Duh, 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 duh. And he walks so that the sheriff's back is to the front door and he gets on his knees. And then you have the option of either fighting the sheriff or oh, running for the door. Mistake. And I was like, I'm not fighting the sheriff. I'm <laughs> just, you know, this is about saving the yeah. family. He can yeah, take one d- for the team. I'm, <laughs> He's I'm already <laughs> been in jail. It's fine. <laughs> So you go for the door and as you open the door, it makes a noise and he turns around and then the brother starts wrestling the gun off of the sheriff and the sheriff ends up getting shot in the shoulder. Oh, damn. And then we get into the truck and the older brother who's in the truck, Dylan, he's like, what the fuck happened? And both of the brothers are just like, go, 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 get the fuck out of here. Like sheriff's been shot. Just fucking go. This is so interesting because I'm wondering how it's going to be presented later because eventually like, they're like, oh, these, these three boys stole money from the sheriff. And they're like, they're, they're armed, but it, it didn't, wasn't, isn't presented as like a, a huge yeah. deal, but like shooting a sheriff, I mean, what, they're probably like, it, it comes, it's it a comes, much bigger deal. Uh, right. Across and basically like, um, we'll talk about him later, but like Big Sam, he's like, yeah. oh, like three, he's like three idiots broke into the sheriff's house, stole a bunch of money and ended up shooting him in the shoulder. Jesus. cut back after this now to the whole storming the motel um i'm curious because you got gut punched at the end of this did your start yes. any different or um no mine starts with um paul the dad jim and vince mm-hmm. all like on their knees with their hands behind their back in the in the motel lobby yeah. sort of area mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it starts the same way. Gotcha. Um, uh, and then there's a bunch does, of... When does gone? the woman pull the, the Glock out? 
literally like two minutes afterwards. Um, yeah, yeah. So basically, there's like they're discussing back and forth what they're gonna do, and there's like some uh, dialogue options that don't impact anything. You can just yeah. basically say whatever, and then then Joyce comes out. Yeah, and she's pointing a gun at the older brother Mm -hmm. and um he's like you know fuck you she's like no fuck you and you can chime in i chimed in and i was like look i don't know her that's what she looks like that's exactly what i said yeah (laughs) jesus we're all fucking the same (laughs) Um, i don't know her but i would and then she said she says i I go down to the range two times a week and practice you're like okay (laughs) and then you end up grabbing a gun off of the older brother yeah and joyce tells you to point the gun at the older brother and i was like this is enough violence already i put the shotgun down and i kicked it off to the side near oh. where the father is man i, I wish i would have done that shit i pointed the gun I, at him and he's just yeah, like and then he's I like, he's you've, like never held a gun you've never held a gun in your life and he, you're like uh-huh. i'm a quick learner I'm yeah, like, fuck esc- I'm not escalating nerd. this situation. <laughs> uh, well, uh, unsurprising to anyone who's sat through one of these stories before, uh, all the guns get taken back by the Holt boys, yeah. uh, and we all end up right he back where we started. throwing mugs at you, don't he? Yeah. Well, because the older brother's <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, he's like, tie them and put them all over there. I gotta make a phone call, and he gets on the phone. And he's like, yeah, I'm at the motel. He's like, yeah, I, I, I know. I, he's, he's talking to someone, and it seems like the other person knows that, like. He's been in trouble. It's, it's probably it's the mom. father. It seems or like the, the father the dad. or something. Yeah. Uh, but because yeah, the middle there's, brother there's a, is. No. There's a piece. There's a piece, once they learn that they're the whole boys because she has the gun pointed at him and she's like, yeah, Take she down knows your them. Mask. Everyone knows them. And she's like, Oh my god, you're the you're the whole boys. And then she's like, You're just like your your daddy or whatever something along those lines. Where yeah. clearly it's a family of criminals uh, who has a reputation in Two Rock, Arizona. Um, and so yeah, you end up all sitting on the floor um you your father and the dog and the dog won't start stop barking at yeah, the zeus. Whole, uh zeus and then you have to calm the dog down you have a couple options i or just you called calm, calm dale down instead of the dog what did you guys do i calmed the dog i also I calmed the dog. dog yeah never same. mind uh so you calm uh, the dog. A, a dog in my brain like a dog is easier to calm than a person this dog, this dude's like throwing mugs at me the dog and even to the dog you're like hey like you remember me and like, you sort of start stroking him and he calms down a little bit also in stressful situations having like something that's escalating like a dog yeah. bark like where, where you're having a hard time processing what's going on someone is already in a very like aggressive position you're you're by calming the dog down you're going to calm both of them down because if you can get the dog to shut up they're going to be able to think more clearly and make better decisions but like yeah. i was worried like okay the dog's going to piss him off he's just going to get more violent more aggressive mm. and so that's yeah. why i wanted so I just, to focus yeah, on the yeah, dog i did the same i, I was like i don't want him shooting this dog um yeah. and that's what i thought would happen if i tried to calm it down is i would piss him off and he'd shoot the dog yeah yeah um, so then yeah so the dog you you finally calm the dog down and then mm. the uh innkeeper whatever her name is uh is being Joyce. Joyce. yeah she's she's getting she's getting in his head she's doing yeah, she's getting some, a little feisty she's getting feisty uh and he's like you know what shut the fuck up uh here you tape her mouth shut and i decided to because i was like i'm i am in no position to question this man uh, i told him i said do it your damn self i said do your own work oh i did not get either of this oh interesting because i did not point the gun when joyce asked me to 
So mm. I had to go down a different route. Mm. So in my in my situation, you're trying to calm her down and you get a bunch of dialogue options. And I was like, don't you have a son? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, from one parent to another, you know, you, I wouldn't want you putting yourself in a situation where your boy might grow up without a mother. Like, mm, let's just think wow. about what we're doing. And Fucking she backs aggressive. down because of that. Interesting. Yeah, because what I did is we had that option of um, taping up Joyce's mouth because Joyce is just going crazy. And I told him, do your own dirty work. And then he hits you in the temple with the side of his gun, knocks you out. And then when you Wait, come... Wait, so you didn't meet Big Sam? No, no, I did. I did. When you come to... Oh, okay, right. It's with the Tyler thing. So when you come to Tyler, who's the older brother, is there and he's like, he he's like, I saw your car back there. There's you have a lot of luggage. Are you traveling with anybody else? And yeah. the dialogue option I did here was like, I was like, oh, it's just just me and my dad. We're just it's just me and my dad traveling. Oh, you it's the same of everything. Nope. <laughs> I just I chose I was traveling with my family. Oh no, I no was like, shit. it's just me and my dad. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, my dad just met. We're, we're trying to like regain. Yeah, dad's like, oh, we're going to Mexico. Yeah. No, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm traveling with my wife, my daughter, and my father. Um, we're moving. And he's like, you'd fucking sell out your own family. You are a big wet pussy, aren't you? Or something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, but then he gets pissed at you if you lie. So you can't win either way. Yeah. yeah. So then he goes and sends the aggressive brother uh, up to the rooms to get everyone. Um, and so then he brings your wife and daughter down. Uh, and your daughter runs into your arms and is like, yeah, Oh, interesting. Um, the whole lying thing did not work for me uh, going forward. <laughs> the whole, let's just say it was me and my dad protecting my family. Yep. Um, I told the truth because I was like, you have a weapon and I yeah. should probably be honest because I don't want anyone to die, including my family. Yeah. Um, I think it was so at this point I... to, oh, sorry. I didn't your choice no, go on. I was like, at this point, no, uh, the <laughs> sheriff car pulls up and they're like, what the fuck? What, what's happening? And Paul's like, don't worry. That's, that's just Big Sam. He comes here every day. He just gets a cola and then he leaves. He's, he's no trouble at all. This was mm-hmm. the only other thing that my father had issue with. He was like, okay, you're telling me in a town of like 30 fucking people that the, the, there's an APB out for someone who potentially just broke into the sheriff's house. And this guy is just like wandering in here, not out on the road looking for people. And like, there's probably what, three sheriff's deputies in this whole town. And yeah. he's just like meandering well, that's was- in here. That's why I was thinking that the situation wasn't a big deal. You know, these boys have a reputation. This family has a reputation. He comes in here, yes, getting a drink, but he also interrogates all of us while we're in there, trying to figure out if they've seen anything, if they've heard anything. So he's still like investigating, but it, to me, it didn't seem to like me at all. Oh shit! Interesting. Yeah, he, he does come in and starts investigating all of us, but it, it just seems nonchalant. It just seems like yeah, we're looking for these boys. They are arms. So okay, be careful so, if you see them. Kai, what happened with you? Because Big Sam can die in this scenario uh, um, so big sam comes yeah. in walks to the counter uh sweaty bald dudes behind the counter and is like uh you know like oh how's it How going big doing, sam, sam? Yeah. yeah and he's like ah you know blah 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 some someone broke into the sheriff's house and there's a pennant um yes. from Joyce. the woman and you can either choose to hide it or leave it out i hit it because i, chose I don't want, i don't want anyone getting hurt I don't want anyone to die. I was just like, okay, we're going to hide this. Everything's cool. We're just going to relax. And then Big Sam is just like, blah, 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 you know, oh, blah. And then like he looks at me and he's like, oh, you know, 
how you doing? Like, why yeah, are you here? Why are you in the motel? And I was like, oh, I'm traveling with my family. Don't even worry about it. Uh, and he was like, oh, okay, well, if you see anything, let me know. And I'm like, you got, I'll call you personally, buddy. And then he just leaves. He, okay. Oh, um, I feel like Jared's, I feel like Jared's one was uh, rather bad. So let's yeah, go okay. into my one. Yeah, so, yeah, mine was not good. My one, uh, Big Sam arrives. And I don't know if you mentioned it. The oldest brother takes joyce into the back room yeah and he's like he holding her, her up hostage. against the wall the same room that he went in to talk on the phone he's in there yeah. holding joyce and there's, there's a big discussion between big sam and paul about like oh where's joyce and he's like oh joyce is ill big sam believes it he turns around and he says to you he's like oh what are you doing and you mm. get the choice of like we're moving we're going on holiday but i said we're on holiday yeah and he's yeah. like oh where are you going and then the dad's like, we're going to Mexico. And he's like, oh, we're in Mexico. Yep. And I was like, fucking hell. The only place I recognized that was from Mexico was Mexico City. And so I, I was like, Mexico City. And he's like, hmm, isn't that really dangerous for tourists this time of year? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, oh, yeah, well, we're, we're volunteering. And he's like, what? And then your dad's like, yeah, we're saving the orphans. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> um he's like oh uh, oh okay sure um i also hid the locket that happens Mm. um and because i was similar to kai i was like i don't want to escalate this situation whatsoever and he's asking us all of these questions and we're answering them and it's very clear that big sam is like He's suspicious. suspicious. And what happens is as he walks to leave out the motel, he puts his hand on Vince's shoulder and starts talking in Vince's ear. And he's like, I don't know what's going on, but when I leave, I'm going to radio for help and we're going to get back up out here. Oh my God. (laughs) And he's like, he's like, laugh like I just told you a joke. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, he leaves. Okay. And then... So I said there's a a tiny bit more. Um, So uh, afterwards, the older brother comes out and is like, what did he say to you? And you're like, oh, he told me a joke. And he's like, hmm, really? What joke? And you're like, uh," and then it ends up in a confrontation between Vince. This is where they like struggle with the gun and everything like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Ben, I had your exact same. Hold on. Just the the only the difference I did was I told the truth because he's like, "What yeah. are you doing?" Yeah. And instead of trying to lie and be like, "I'm on vacation," I was just like, "Oh, I'm moving." And he's like, "Oh, where are you moving to?" And I was like, "Oh, St. Louis. That's where my wife is from. She has a new job there." And he's like, "Great. It's nice to meet you." And just leaves. And that's the end of See, everything. In, in my head, fucking wild. I wanted to do that, but then I was like, I was like, "How Hell does my father fit truth. into this situation?" Yeah. Like, how I does my father fit into me moving? Yeah, because you just um, say, oh, it's me, my father, and my daughter, and my wife. We're just moving to St. Louis. That's why we have so much stuff. Yeah, but I had told the brothers that it was just me and my dad. So yeah. if I said moving, then it raises the whole situation. Of, what did well, they say about lies? They just snowball into a bigger Okay, bigger that's, what, that's what happened to me. So I, I did the exact same thing that you did, Ben. I said vacation. I said Mexico City. He's like, it's not like a, a dangerous place. Dad said, we're saving the orphans. Whatever. In that moment, my my wife and daughter run in. And he's like, the daughter's like, dad, dad. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah we're, the, the daughter calmed down, Zoe, whatever, and hanging out. And the sheriff's like, I 
thought you said you were just traveling with your dad. And I was like, oh, oh well, this is my, uh, oh, actually, scratch that. He notices a car seat in our car. I was like, I thought you were just traveling yes. with your dad. And yes. we said, well, I have a kid, but, you know, he, uh, Tarzan always lives in the car. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, I have two of them myself. Like, I totally get that. Then our wife and daughter run in. And he's like, I thought you were just traveling alone. And he's like, no, this is my daughter. And then he gets suspicious. And he's like, he's like, he goes on the walkie. He's like, hey, we did have some suspicious activity over at the desert uh, inn or whatever. And then I told my wife and daughter, I was like, we got to get out of here. We got to move. We got to run. And they go out. But immediately Tyler walks out and then shoots Big Sam and kills him with the shotgun. So I had something similar. Um, But... I had the whole car seat situation and I was like, yeah. Oh, it lives in a car. And he was like, Oh yeah, I get that. And then he leaves, tells me the joke and then goes. And then what happens is the older brother comes out and he's like, you fucking lied to me. Like, you know, blah, blah. Oh no, the mum and the, the mum and the daughter come running in. And, um, yeah, but big Sam was gone at that point when I played. Mm, so yeah, big Sam was done there. So they come in and then the oldest is like the oldest brother's like who's this and she's like i'm michelle i'm his wife like who are you and he's like oh you fucking lied to me and then uh the wife ends up getting taken hostage yeah by the middle brother i think dylan is the name or dale yes Uh, and then this is what you were talking about the the interaction where now tyler and um you are juggling with this gun and you're doing all these QTEs to fight Tyler back. Um, did you guys all successfully do the the little quick time events? Nope. Oh, shit. Okay, well, the, what, what happens with, with yours then? Nothing. I mean, you fail, if, as long as you don't fail all of them. Like, so I failed, like, I think two of the, like, 700 that you have to do while <laughs> trying to fight this yeah, guy. Um, and so when you fail, he just, like, gets the upper hand. But then when you succeed, you kind of get the upper hand. Eventually, he just ends up with the gun, I believe. Oh, mm. bro. I fucking, I fought with him, did, did all, all the QTEs, things. and then I pointed the gun at him. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, surrender or shoot? And I was like, shoot. What? Okay, I did, the same, I did the same thing. Yeah. I had the gun at the oh, end. You're yeah. right. I, I successfully took the gun. I It says surrender or shoot, and I just surrendered. because I, was like, I also surrendered, fucking, and it, it's the exact same situation. It shows the gun and Tyler's finger on the trigger, and then the chapter ends. And I was yeah, like... Yeah, so um, in mine, shit. <laughs> Vin, Vince has the gun. Is that who you mean, yeah? The dad. Yeah, because I had it, yeah, and then the, I surrendered. Or, or you can shoot. So, yeah, in, in my playthrough, the dad has the gun. And because you said Tyler, and that's what confused me because I didn't know if you meant one of the Holt boys had the gun in your playthrough. Yeah, it is. It's Tyler. The... Oh, so yeah. Because if you if you surrender, he takes he, he, you put the gun on the ground. Yeah, Tyler he... grabs it, points it at you, and then oh. it zooms into the trigger, and that's when the chapter yeah, ends. Yeah, and that's when right. So out. in my playthrough, I had the gun, and instead of surrendering, Vince shoots Tyler. Like the gun goes off before the chapter ends. Is the one well, that was like so cut to black. He, and... he goes like that. He goes like that, and the finger pulls the trigger, and it goes to black. So I'm like, I don't know what happens in my head. I'm like, I guarantee you that this gun is out of bullets or something. Yeah, the gun, and the like, gun's empty. That's that's what's gonna but happen. In, in, in my playthrough, I was like, I don't you know, know that. I mean, I imagine in, in your situation, like... Ben, it's obvious. In my situation, in our situation, it's not. I mean, who knows? Maybe he just doesn't fire, or he's just like, oh, I fucking got you. No, but because like, when you're fi- when you're fighting with the gun you when you're fighting it he puts you up against the yeah. um 
the like the the whatever it's like it's like a file cabinet and you mm. accidentally shoot the gun off and that's the second bullet that's been fired it's a double barrel and it's sawn off there's gonna be no more ammo in the gun that's the problem see in my playthrough ah, the see. gun has not been fired whatsoever <laughs> well good fuck i haven't shot I, I, big sam hasn't been shot he never came into the oh, house right. at the sheriff's place like that gun has not been shot in my playthrough. Wait, and so Kai, in your in your interaction when they're wrestling, they, he shot the gun off twice. Yes. Oh, interesting. Because like he's she shot Big Sam in mine, and like the interaction you're talking about when we were up against a filing cabinet, he shot there. So yeah, I guess you're right. There, there wouldn't be any. You, you have no actually. bullets left. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember because I feel like I feel like my wife did get taken prisoner in my playthrough. Yeah, yeah. Dale has her. That's, like what, this, that's what happens. He, the, he, he yeah, takes the white prisoner. Oh, that's it. Yeah, he's just he's holding the gun at her head, isn't he? The yeah, reason yeah, yeah. the yeah. reason I didn't shoot the brother is because I didn't. Because this is what you you have the gun at this point, right? So he's holding your wife hostage. You end up taking the gun from him and fighting over the gun. But the other brother has the Glock, the yeah. mm-hmm. the weapon that is um, the woman who owns the motel or who works at the motel. Yeah. And like best case scenario, what I'm going to fucking shoot the Tyler. older brother. He shoots and my then wife. he's gonna kill my wife. Yeah. So why would exactly, I fire the gun at him? That's exactly what I. So thought. I was like, okay, we, I'm just gonna surrender because he has my wife. They have a hostage. I'm just gonna put the gun down, and then yeah. he picks up the gun and points it at me. And it never actually shows him pulling the trigger. It, yeah, it just shows. The, him the, it just shows trigger. him on the trigger, and then it cuts to black. Oh, so on mine, the dad pulls the trigger, and then it cuts to black. But there's no sound, so I don't know if it went off. I don't know if it did or didn't. What? Or, what a fucking well we are going to have to find uh, out next episode when we cover chapter two but let's go into our thoughts uh on the first part of this game uh let us start with jared you give us a synopsis of your feelings your thoughts and you don't have to you know what you take as long as you need oh i don't have to be uh succinct no you don't have you don't have to be synced i probably will be that's okay um (laughs) Yeah, what a start. If it's not if it's not apparent in us talking about this and my roller coaster of emotions hearing uh, other people's experiences and just the cut at the end banger of a start to this game. You know, the visual style, the sound design, the like music that plays in the beginning, it's like a woman singing a song. Mm-hmm. I was like at that point, kind of knows I'm a sucker for music. You play a good song yeah. to me, play one um, synth note and this band is wet hell yeah <laughs> um but no they they do it such a great job introducing the world introducing how the mechanics are going to go and slowly having those mechanics build and show more um choices and more weight to your decisions where they're light in the beginning and they're they're drastic to as you've heard us get completely different dialogue options and completely different situations that we've been through the characters in where they lack in a visual representation. I mean, they look like real people, but I would say that how it's animated and how it looks, it just, it's hard to tell that like, Oh, these are actual people, but the voice acting and the deliveries are done so well that I think it's really easy to, for me to be convinced that these are families. These are real people. They have real struggles. And that just helps me feel engrossed into this narrative as well. The bouncing back and forth between families also helps. I think they do this all the time in movies and TV shows where as you're going through a film or as you're going through a show, you're bouncing between separate narratives and kind of like helps, you know, differentiate your mind to these different characters and their experiences. And then at the end, they kind of, you know, 
conjugate together in a narrative that connects. That happens much earlier in this game, but we got to experience the Holt family and Vince and his family, and now they're in a similar situation together. And we haven't bounced back to Jay since the whole interaction at the motel, but we're going to have to make decisions on both sides of this now, I imagine. Mm -hmm. We're not just, Mm -hmm. we've only seen it through Vince's eyes, so we're like, oh, the whole family's bad, yada, 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 but... I imagine we're going to switch back to Jay in this situation and have to now see this perspective from his viewpoint yeah. and make decisions that way, which is such a cool way to have the hotel, isn't he? he yeah, he's there. Hallway through. Yeah. yeah, he's there in the story. So I immediately hooked. This game's great. I love the visual style, like I said, and it's I'm so curious to see what happens next. Uh, I'll jump into the next bit. Um, I also am very, very hooked. I am a big fan of the audio in the game. Like Jared said, the voice acting is really good. The music is really good. I I like the art style, but the way it's presented is jarring at first. Um, yep. But everything Agreed. is very well drawn. Everything is very nice to look yeah. at. I see you get used uh, to the art style too by the end of this chapter. Yeah, definitely. Um, the gameplay is fine you know simple gameplay we're here for the story really at this point so the gameplay mechanics being as simple as possible i feel kind of help and lend into that and fucking story straight out the bat you know we've left right and center i've possibly murdered a guy you know like (laughs) it's i'm like 45 minutes into the game at this point like book one is very very short yeah um and it has this nice feature i don't know if you guys got this but like the the fin at the end of the chapter that shows oh, yeah. you your I value, your trait, and your too. play style. Um, so at the end of the at the end of the chapter, we should say like you get a story tree that shows you percentages of what everyone chose, and you can see a lot of mine were very low percentages, like sort of seventeen to thirty. Mm. One or two of them were like eighty something, but apparently, um, my value is peace. Oh, I seek calm and avoid confrontation, even though I ended the chapter pointing a gun <laughs> at an unarmed man. Yeah. My trait is principled. I am guided by strong moral convictions. And my playstyle is fast reflexes, a complete QTA, QTAs with speed and accuracy. So I had uh, the same thing at the end with the playstyle, and it was also fast reflexes, but my value was safety, tries to prevent human, tries to prevent harm and protect others. My and my trait was cautious, thinks carefully before acting. Mm. But um yeah, overall I'm just I'm fucking hooked by this game. I can't yeah. wait to play the second book. This game so far is exactly what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy about that. And I it I may like I keep talking about when I get back into streaming and blah 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 blah. It's probably gonna be after the new year, but I definitely want to do a broadcast version of this game because i think it'd be so fucking interesting to see people's decisions what happens yeah yeah but yeah very very hooked at this game at the minute yeah okay guy take us home buddy yeah i think it does a good job opening and introducing the story and the gameplay mechanics between the two families uh some of the dialogue is pretty fucking corny um, but that's okay. I think, you know, that's to be expected, especially with, with some of these games um, that are, that are this style. 
Um, it does feel like your decisions do have impact, though there are times playing through this where you're like, there's clear decisions that are going to have very little meaningful impact on how the story progresses or how anything functions kind of moving forward. Um, so, you know, that always feels weird in games like this where it's a lot of like decision based. Like it feels weird to make kind decisions. shoehorned into decisions. You know? Yeah. You're, or, or like just doesn't matter. And you're like, why have me do this? And like, I get that you need to keep the player engaged, but I think that's a section where they could have put a little bit more uh, thought into. Um, the art style is very interesting and you do get used to it. I would say relatively quickly. I think midway through this first chapter is when I like yeah. didn't even notice it anymore. Just felt like you were playing the game. But there is weird. Then sometimes, like the background environments aren't the best looking, uh, especially like the desert scenes and a lot of like the three D render scenes. They're pretty basic. So I mean, you know, to be expected with games of this level uh, in like independent games is you're not going to have triple A graphics or whatever and it, i don't think it really necessarily detracts from the experience but it is just a contrast and especially when you have such like a hand-drawn um styling of the characters when you have something that's like highly 3d uh that just looks like an asset you pulled from a website like it can kind of be like well that's weird to see um overall i think the the story is compelling the characters are compelling they have good motivation um there's nothing that i've questioned like Oh, why would this? Why would X yeah. character do this in in the story? That's not you know, and and you're making a lot of those choices, so it's your own personal kind of experience of playing with those characters. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to jump into the rest of it. I think, you know, games like this um, offer a very interesting way of you know mechanics of interacting with the world. I in the games like this that I've played previously, it's always about keeping attention and keeping pace and, you know, making it not feel like you're shoehorned into a inevitable ending. So um, mm -hmm. I think, yes, it's a strong opener. And often these games have very strong openers, um, but it's about how you take that opener and develop it across six chapters and then finish it off. Um, it's very easy <laughs> to make something interesting for one hour it's very difficult to make something interesting for like eight hours. <laughs> so we'll see. I was gonna, I was gonna say, sorry, gone. Cut, um, cut you off. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it finishes out as we play through this. And I think, um, you know, always the most interesting part of playing these kind of games is talking about the outcomes we chose and the decisions we made and and why we made those decisions. I think um, if you decide to play this game, I would recommend playing along with us um, rather than listening and then deciding to yeah. play. I think you will love to hear you guys feedback uh, and your yeah have a have a, a more enjoyable experience if you're listening along and, and making your own decisions and um, it'll probably keep your attention a little bit better but i'm excited to get into the rest of this um obviously it was an award-winning game at the game awards this year and so they did games something right games for impact um and yeah those are my initial thoughts very yes. excited to get in the rest it'd of it. be very yeah. interesting to see how the pace keeps up um, yeah, hundred percent. You're 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 right in that they we played games before where this first half. I mean, I I think back to like Kentucky Route Zero, where like the the first half was like really interesting, and not that it, the ending was bad necessarily, but it it definitely showed in the difficulty of trying to retain that um, interest in that that peak throughout the entirety of the experience. So mm -hmm. we'll we'll see how this game tackles that, but. That is all for the first episode of As Dusk Falls. Very uh, action-packed episode for sure. 
in the next episode, we'll be tackling chapter two, which is economics 101. So curious of how that titling plays into the themes of the um, next part of this game. My my prediction is... We're not doing predictions yet. My prediction for this game is that because of how strong the opener is and because of the way they set it up, I almost guarantee you we are going to jump back in time and mm-hmm. fill uh, context for those characters and then jump back to the moment before the gun. So Economics 101, obviously we know both of the individuals were teachers of some kind um, that was kind of alluded to when you're in the car. So uh, maybe I'm wrong, but if if my story senses are tingling i would almost expect a you know jumping before we had to move exploring that a little bit and then jumping back into the moment in the motel there's been a lot of uh talk about like how the dad come back into the life about this lawsuit about having giving us a little little backstory to a little little morsel yeah a little costco sampler of story that they're just handing out in the intro yeah But you guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of this section as always. Uh, But now it's time. Cue the music. We're going to recommend you guys some shit. theme today was presented by our friends in the discord maple offered us the theme of songs that we're we're jamming to kind of this month what what, what music are we listening to right now what kind of songs are hooking us um Mm -hmm. who wants to go first i'll go first all right go for it uh i don't listen to songs uh as i've said many times in this podcast i'm an album listener uh, yeah. I only listen to albums, uh, so songs are very hard for me. So I'm just going to do albums because there's no fucking rules here. What are you going to do? There's no uh, rules the album, sure. SZA just released an album, um, which is very good, called SOS. Ain't no virtue with you. Better waste plenty time basing around hate this cool. You and bitches on the side and let are not familiar. Is a very popular uh, R&B uh, new soul singer um, who released her debut album Control, I believe, in 2016. Um, so quite a while following this one up. Uh, she is with TDE, which is the uh, former label of Kendrick Lamar. Um, fabulous, fabulous, fabulous singer. Very uh, interesting artistic styling, um, and surpassed uh, Taylor Swift uh, this week as oh, the number one most streamed uh, female artist around the world. So, fuck you, Swifties. You can go fuck off. Um, not Swift a big wow. who's not fan. on social media and isn't going to have to deal with the repercussions. Of- yeah, exactly. Nope. Thanks, thanks for that. By the way, I'll That's just send fine. them all your way. That's fine. Uh, Brockhampton. Uh, the a boy band of sorts not really anymore uh released their last two albums um the family and tm tm is absolute garbage but the family mainly done by kevin abstract uh who was the leader of said group um is actually a very interesting introspective album about the process of you know being 
so famous, so young with a group of friends and the falling out that they had and the inevitable uh, dissolving of said group. Um, fantastic group. Uh, great songs, but the the family is is a very interesting story uh, album, which is nice. Um, and then, uh, oh God, playing music, scrolling. Oh no, no Spotify wrapped. Get out of here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Kenny Beats, who is a producer um, for a bunch of artists, including like Denzel Curry um, mm. and Vince Staples, uh, released an album earlier this year, a couple months ago, called Louie, which is his first uh, debut album as a musician. It is. Uh, it features a bunch of different artists he works with. Um, but it also is just a very introspective um, history of his music. He was a guitar player for uh, in a in a previous life. That's what he went to school for, and then did EDM music, and then eventually became a hip hop producer. But fa- fantastic production, very interesting uh, sonic choices on that album, and also another one where you kind of wind through his life. Um, lots of lots of features of his father, uh, who's giving him kind of advice throughout the album, and then cuts from different films and tv shows that kind of impacted him growing up so those are my three recommendations i'm sorry that they're not songs but i once again don't listen to songs so not gonna be the not gonna be the best person for this sorry not sorry sorry not sorry sorry not sorry go next if that's cool jared go for it ben all right um i don't listen to new music so all of my sons are old (laughs) um first one is uh a song 1977 oh by eric clapton called cocaine which is a fucking brilliant song is about cocaine but is hella catchy and is just a fucking a bop is what i believe they're saying these days um, no they're not saying that anymore they're not are they not? i'm very outdated just kidding uh next is 1970s on uh by the kinks lola on um about a man who is hit on by a man in drag and he's unaware of the fact that the woman he's talking to is actually a man but he ends up liking it and they end up going out on a date and they end up having a good time um just a very just a very catchy song with just some some good lyrics um that are funny to listen to and just sort of wholesome in a in a strange way and then next this is the newest one actually 2018 there is a band there is a band called tupperware remix party um (laughs) 
They are a um, YouTube band, I guess is what I'd call them. Like they're not like mainstream, mainstream released sort of stuff. Anyone who's listened to Ninja Sex Party, which is yeah. uh, Danny from Game Grumps band, he does a lot of work with Tupperware Remix Party. Uh, they have a song called Take Care of You that is like a soul funk mixed with synth music. was it space dandy it's very very similar to the intro for the anime space dandy um mm. and again it's just you know makes you want to get your fucking feet moving i don't dance but makes me want to um want to and try. it's just a fucking make it's just a fucking uh good song go listen to it cool uh i want to preface that i don't listen to music i listen to copious amounts of podcasts all of our friends all of our podcasts the only reason I've been listening to music this month is Spotify Wrapped. So there you go. That's the only reason why I started listening to music, which is all music that I've listened to in the past. Just back at it again. It's just so. snippets of fucking list off and yeah. unlockables. <laughs> exactly. I've been just, it's just a bunch of that. Uh, no, so for my music, uh, one of the songs that I was listening to a lot is uh, Ghetto so Gods by Earthbeam. I, I done gained the world. I ain't never sell my soul. So I thank him as I go. Hate to sound conceited, but I know, I know, I know. Niggas crazy think they fucking with me. Yeah. Niggas crazy think they fucking with me. Very good song. It's a very good group. And we saw the live, and it was a grand old time. Yes. It was awesome. Uh, I don't have big explanations of what songs are about because I just listen to music. I don't really. I'm, it was a good song. Go check it out. If you like. It's like that. me and Rage Against the Machine. I know the political message is there, and sometimes I know what it is, and but sometimes I'm not just there. I'm not for it. I'm not there for it. Sometimes it's, it's just a it. good song. <laughs> uh, the other one is uh, Spaceport. So this is from Sonic Forces and Game Chops Records. Game Chops Records does a bunch of like remixes to like video game songs, and Spaceport from Sonic Forces is such a cool. It's very synthy, very like it, it, it's very Sonic music for sure. So if you're into that, go check it out. And if not, then you 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 know Sonic music when you hear it. It's very edgy, and that's this song is also very edgy. Hell yeah. Speaking of ed- edgy, uh, Helena or Elena by My Chemical Romance, also oh, fucking, fucking banger. Banner. Such a good song. My Chemical Romance is such a, I love all, I love all their music. Um, but that one specifically, I listened to so much and it popped up in the Spotify rap and I was like, oh, this has to be, I gotta put this one on repeat again because such a good song. But. Those are my recommendations for this theme. Uh, and this week, 
don't know whose turn is it, guys. The one we want to jump in. Do we want to pull another one from the the D chord? Uh, there was a thing in there about series of a particular genre. Like TV shows, um, we, series, or like, yeah, we did well. we did documentaries before, but um, I, I feel like I want this this recommend some thrillers to people. Ooh, okay, I got some TV sh- series thrillers that are fun to watch. Thrillers, thrillers, recommend us them. Guys. And if you want to be a part of recommending us themes for the week, on top of fun conversations and. Lots of other stuff. We have a Discord. Go check it out. Also in the link tree down below. All of our socials are down there. Follow us. If you're curious of how we're breaking this up and what we're doing when, the uh, schedule for As Dusk Falls will be there. So you can check that out for sure. And if you're wanting a little sprinkle of uh, extra content from us, we do have a Patreon where we do bonus episodes every month. You get episodes a day early. And we have a D&D series right now that we're going through, a video game themed D&D series, which has been just a ton of fun. Uh, but if you don't have the schmeckles, hey, five-star review helps us as well. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can do that. Showing us some love on there just helps more people find our podcast. And that's awesome. It's cool for people to listen to us. We appreciate it so much. That's but, what we want. Yeah. In you the have homework episode, this week. Every listener who's listening to this and you've made it this far, you have homework. It is oh. fucking, we're two hours deep in this bitch. So if you're still here... A, I appreciate you deeply, but you have to tell one person who you don't think knows about our podcast about our podcast. If you don't do anything else we've ever told you to ever do before, uh, I know you have a friend on the internet or in real life or a family member or a brother or a cousin. Hey, even, or even, if you, a, even if you don't want to like actually talk to our podcast to people and you don't want to tell people you listen to podcasts and have a podcast because you don't want family to be involved, uh, just retweet us. Retweet us and be like, hey. Yeah, mm. or you or you know, so maybe awesome. this is the push you need to reconnect with your family uh, that you have left for various reasons. And you, I mean, look at this this, like, this hey, game, this playthrough. I care about you. Families coming together, and also you should listen to this very specific podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, yes, yeah. that's my homework. If you don't do it, I will be devastated personally. And if you don't care um, about this point, I will. Then and I will know. I will know. You, mm-hmm. you're think you're sitting there right now and you're like he'll he won't know i'll know you listening to this right now i know you're you're literally like i'm not gonna tell anyone i i know you a little play on spies are everywhere he's like mm-hmm. uh what's his name from uh game of thrones he's got little birds oh, all around so you're watching game of thrones now you mean do you understand that reference uh i i am watching game of thrones i'm four episodes in <laughs> oh, well, wait, you're in game right. of thrones uh i know there's crows that deliver messages that's uh, the only i can't remember his name he's the master of spies or something in, in king's land in the board but the eunuch anyways guys we'll wrap this up here put a nice little bow on this episode and next week we'll be talking about chapter two of as dusk falls until then Woo! peace out guys we love you goodbye Deuces. only if you tell a friend love you bye i always love you regardless if you listen or not